It's been nine months since we were on the move. It seems like we're about ready to make the jump to someplace new. Welcome to From Someplace New, the long-term travel podcast where Karen Bernhardt and John Sumpel discuss their hows and whys, lows and highs, and lessons learned while living abroad. Welcome to episode 51 of From Someplace New. I'm John Sumple, and we're going to talk about something a little bit different this time around. A few things. One, there's no guest this week, so it's just me. You're going to have to bear with just me. And two, we definitely know what the next step is going to be. And I'm very excited to talk about that. But first, I want to give a little bit of insight into this week's episode. So this week, I want to talk a little bit about mental health when you're traveling. And the reason why I wanted to bring this up is because of a conversation that Karen and I had over the course of several weeks that uh, kind of culminated in some discussions. And it was even more important I talk about this when I had read some comments from people who were interested in having Karen back on the show. And I can assure you that I did not push her <laughs> away from the show or, you know, relegate her to the fringes, not by any means. And I'll get to that in a minute, which will be the, the purpose of the show. But first, the update. Where are we going? So just yesterday, Monday, the 23rd of August, marked our nine-month anniversary of our arrival in Cape Town. And if you had asked us nine months ago if we would still be in Cape Town come end of August, we would have probably laughed. That was never the intention to stay for a long time. But we definitely fell in love with Cape Town and didn't mind staying as long as we possibly could. It was the right thing to do to come here. We absolutely have loved our time here. We've made really good friends here and it's amazing. But opportunity beckons. So I don't know how much I've shared about my hobbies in the past. And I don't know if I've ever even mentioned that I also am a filmmaker and uh, my company that I work with and my partners and I have a film that's coming out in the fall, but it's premiering, having its world premiere at a film festival in Pasadena, California next month, September 11th to be exact. So we are going to be heading to back to the States for the film festival, but we're going to kind of relocate our lifestyle on the road location to San Jose del Cabo in Mexico. Since we need to be up in Pasadena, it's a short hop, skip and a jump. Uh, I think it's a couple of hour flight to get to, to Los Angeles. So that puts us in prime position to just bounce up there for the festival, spend some time in the States visiting with family and friends, and also have a, a base down in Mexico that we know we can be there for at least 180 days. We know there's not any, you know, regulations and all the COVID stuff. So uh, it, 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 it makes uh, sense for us to be there. Now, we don't know how long we're going to be there because we don't know which direction COVID restrictions are going to take us. But we do know that as the Northern Hemisphere moves toward their winter weather, that chances for spikes will go up. While in the Southern Hemisphere, we're moving into summer and therefore it's not flu season. So we're seeing cases on the decline here in South Africa, but they're on the increase in other parts of the world 
where they're heading into winter season. So lots to be determined in the long term, but the short term is we'll be leaving Cape Town next week and we will be in Cabo, then up in the States for a while, then back down to Cabo for the foreseeable future. If things kind of go sideways and travel becomes uh, crazy again or COVID cases become crazy again, we might look for the opportunity to get back to Cape Town because, again, heading into the summer season, not a bad place to be. Tons of friends we've made here. Love the weather here. Love everything about the Cape Town vibe. And the, the it's a visually stimulating city, which is very important to me. I just love that vibe. So yeah, well, there's, there's so much going for it that we wouldn't mind coming back. But as is usually the case, we talk fondly about places that we've been, but we're always interested in the places that we're going. So we don't know. <laughs> we just don't know where we're going to wind up. But we will keep everybody posted uh, on that journey and where we wind up. And, and I'm sure some people are listening now and saying, well, you know, can Karen jump on and can Karen contribute? And what does Karen think? And as much as I would love to have Karen come on the show and talk about this with me, I think we, we've, we've reached an agreement and uh, it's not one that our listeners may be happy about, but it's in the best interest of Karen. And this is not a sad story and it's not, it's a realization and it's something that was very important for us to have the conversation. So a little backstory, we we'll to talk a little bit about the mental health side of things for now. When we first had a discussion about doing a podcast, it was in the grand scheme of building a travel related inspiration guideline type of content for people who would be interested in learning more about how to do what we're doing. So that included a website, that included a podcast, that included social media, all things that I am very comfortable with, enjoy doing, kind of like a passionate hobby for me. I have no issue sitting in front of a microphone and talking like I am right now, freeforming it. Karen, on the other hand, doesn't like those things. And she's a writer as her daytime job. And the last thing she wants to do is, is to write in her free time. So she looks at it a little bit differently than I do as far as what I'm passionate about. And I love, I'm fortunate to be one of the people that loves the work that I do. So I don't really consider it to be work. That's not to say that Karen considers this to be work as much as it is, it becomes a stressor for her. And we had talked about expectations and goals and what we wanted to do. And while she was nervous about doing a podcast, she was open to the idea. And I didn't realize this until only over the last month or two, that it was a huge stressor for her. And one where she felt like she needed to step up to the plate and deliver. So I wasn't aware that it was something that she stressed about for the days leading up to the day we recorded. She stressed in the minutes before we went live with our recording and she had to recover over the course of a couple of days uh, and after just kind of like, okay, whew, that was over. And I would say 98% of the time she was like, yeah, that was much easier than I thought it was going to be. But it was all the time leading up to it. So the realization for me was that I thought, you know, if she was enjoying it. I thought that it was something that was easier for her than she was initially saying it was going to be. But as a partner and, and husband and a caring individual for her, 
the last thing I would want to do is put her in a position where she has to stress about something two or three days a week uh, in order to be uh, on air and on for the, the segment when we're doing the recording. So something that comes naturally to me is a huge stressor for her. In order for us to move forward with our life on the road, we came to the conclusion initially that she would step back and she would not have to worry about, you know, having to do this on a weekly basis. And then as we talked more and more about it, we had kind of a, a sit down conversation, bared our souls about you know, goals and desires and objectives of where it goes. And lo and behold, she wasn't as excited about building some sort of a business around our travels. Like many people, she just wants to enjoy it. I, on the other hand, have looked at it from the point of view is like, I'm enjoying it so much. I think a lot of other people would enjoy it too. And I would really like to share what I've learned and what we're learning through the course of our, our travels. And then hopefully provide insight and inspire people to do the same because it's been a, in, unbelievably rewarding experience for us in so many ways. We've shared a lot of them uh, in previous episodes, but there's just so much more that we could share and, and, and likely will share as time goes on. But the format is going to be different. That's why we move more into the interviewing individual people to help share their stories and, you know, provide insight that's beyond ours in, in, in sharing stories of people who have taken the leap and who are looking for ways to make travel an ongoing lifestyle choice for them. So I will continue to do that because I enjoy it. I enjoy the discussions. I especially enjoy meeting new people. I enjoy having the conversations. I enjoy learning about their journeys and I enjoy being inspired by their stories. So if I'm feeling inspired and I'm already doing this, I can only imagine what other people might feel as they're listening to it. So I, I feel a yearning to continue to do this, to inspire and hopefully move people into a mindset where they that they, they leave a little portion of their mind to ruminate about the possibilities of travel, to keep a little portion of their brain free and clear to have some deeper thoughts about, well, what would a travel lifestyle look like for me? How do I start that? When does my journey begin? Has it already begun in my mind? I just need to start moving forward through the process and plan a fest a little bit more deeply. There, there's a lot to it. And I think that, you know, by bringing people to the conversation to share their stories will be a much better way to inspire uh, and, and continue to do what I think is enjoyable and fun. So back to the whole Karen story. Is she going to talk about this? Mm. Maybe at some point down the road when she feels comfortable talking about it, but this is not in her mind. This is not some big, huge decision, nor was it for me. It was more a matter of when she sat down and talked with me about it. I was like, why would you think that I would want to put you through something that stressful? I, I don't want to put you in a position where you feel that way. I would much rather have you say to me that I want to do this. And if you don't want to do this because it's too stressful for you, then I don't think you should do it. So there was some discussion where she was like, well, no, I don't want to let you down, which is much appreciated as a partner and in, in from a business perspective. But as my wife, I would not want her to feel that sense of stress and pressure. So I think it's in the best interest of Karen. I think it's in the best interest of our relationship. I think it's in the best interest of our ongoing travels that she feel free and light and want to do the things that are 
meaningful to her. And if this is meaningful to me and she's doing it just for me, that that will eventually show its true colors and, and most likely not in the most positive way. So I don't even want to have it get to that point. And I'm so glad that we had that discussion where we sat down and started talking about this a couple months ago and then continue to have the discussion over the course of the last several weeks to get to a point where there's clarity about what it is that we want from our travels. And Karen wants to be present as opposed to be anticipating thinking, stressing about something that needs to be done by the end of the week. So I completely understand that from a mental health perspective. This is, I, I, I am now under the understanding that for the last year and a half, as we've gone through 50 plus episodes of this show, it created a lot of stress for her. So when I think about the shows that Karen was involved with, which is all the way up until the last few, so let's say there's, for round numbers, 50 days where we were recording an episode and she was sharing with me that for the two to three days prior to it, she would begin, to, it would be in her mind and she would be thinking about it and it was stressing her. So for the last 18 months, 150 days of that time, she was stressing and that's not good. So what I think is important is to look for ways to remove stress from your life. And if this is one of those ways that's creating stress, I think it's important to do that. So as, as her partner and her confidant and her best friend, I thought it was important to remove the stress. So I think, you know, again, I'm not, I'm not a shrink. I'm not a guru. I'm not a, I can only speak from experience. And I think it's critically important that as a partner, that you recognize what creates stress in your partner's life and you look for ways that you can help them either overcome that stress, manage that stress or eliminate that stress. And the easiest choice in this situation was the last one, which was to eliminate it by removing that from her list of responsibilities in any given week. So for the way that we would approach it in the past is that we would discuss a subject. We would then kind of map out what we wanted to talk about. So, you know, all of that would happen over the course of a couple of days. Then we would know, okay, that's what we're going to talk about this for the next show. We usually would do the research side of it in, in identifying what we wanted to talk about several days before we actually recorded it so that we weren't just doing it on the fly. So that meant by the time we started talking about the next episode, it was probably a day or two after recording the last one. So that's, you know, five days of something being on your mind. And I just don't feel that that's the right thing for somebody to have to endure that. So uh, I, it's, I may be choosing some of the wrong words and Karen might be like, well, you're making a bigger deal out of it than it needs to be. But really the bottom line for me is that you're in a relationship with somebody and you are witness to something that's creating stress. What can you do to help them? How does that apply to a travel lifestyle? I think what you need to understand when you're in a travel lifestyle is that you're going to be around your partner 24-7. There are less opportunities for those moments where you're away at the office for the day and then you come home and greet each other and have a meal together. Or there's not as many opportunities on a weekend or a week to do a getaway with friends or family or just get together with your buddies for a couple of hours, whatever that might be, that doesn't exist nearly as much as it does when your your roots are settled down in an area and you have the ability to go away and come back to your home base. I, I would say over the course of the three years that we've been doing this, our time apart has been 
only when Karen traveled for business or I traveled for business and we were away from each other. But when we're present with each other, we are around each other 24-7. So there needs to be an understanding and a realization both ways. How do we deal with situations that come up that are stressful? And this was one of those things that deserved the attention. And I'm glad we finally talked about it. I give Karen a lot of credit for initially biting the bullet and doing it for as long as she could without sharing with me that it was creating as much stress as it was. So as much as I enjoyed doing the show with her, and I think our, our, our witty banter is something that is, is definitely entertaining, I don't want it to be at, at, at her expense uh, from a mental health capacity. So maybe this is a long rambling discussion. Like I said, I have no notes for this. It's just something I felt was important to talk about in case people were wondering, well, when is Karen going to come back on the show? And we're looking forward to hearing Karen. I, I was too. I was looking forward to having her back on because it's, it's, it's an enjoyable exchange. So that's not to say that she won't ever be back on. I think that there's a very good chance that uh, she'll pop in and from time to time. And especially when there's things that she's excited to talk about. And, and, and we'll definitely look for those opportunities. But I also think that it doesn't make any sense to put that pressure on her at any given point to have the expectation that this is something that she has to do. I love it. I will continue to do it as long as people are listening and I'm learning because the format now where I'm interviewing people, I learn a lot and I really do enjoy that. And I hope that by sharing that it's an inspiration to people out there as well. So that's really what the, the, the focus I wanted to share for this episode was really about this transition and, and putting some context to it. Because two weeks ago, three weeks ago, I didn't know I would be having this discussion. But it became very, very clear to me over the course of the last three or four weeks that this is not going to be something that is the right thing for Karen to feel pressured into doing. And the last thing I wanted to do was ever to create that for her. So I think it's best to remove that. So not to say that, you know, I asked her the other night, would you be interested in being a guest on the show and just have me talk to you? And she said, well, what would you ask me that they don't already know? And I said, I'm sure there's a lot of things that people would like to know and, uh, and they can be specific to travel related things. So I'm like, you don't have to do any preparation. All you have to do is answer questions. And she's like, yeah, that's maybe something that I can do down the road. So I haven't heard the last from her. I know that, but I just wanted to make sure that everybody understood why we've kind of moved in this direction. And Karen definitely understood that I felt much more comfortable during the interview process, that it would make more sense for it to be less clutter in a show if there was one person that was comfortable doing it. You know, there were times when we were doing it that she would look at me like, I, I, I don't know what to say, you take it <laughs> type of thing. And uh, it, it's, it's overall, I think uh, it, it, it's a win-win because I like doing this and she doesn't feel the pressure anymore and we'll just continue on. There's also a couple of other things that may be developing as far as the direction that not at liberty to discuss uh, yet, but we'll see. Uh, I still think that there's a journey for me and a path for me to go down as far as podcasting is concerned with inspirational coaching, sharing of experiences, bringing the people into the tribe that can help tell their stories to people who are listening. And, and if, if I can, at the end of the day, inspire somebody to do something they've never done before and, and learn about themselves and grow in the process and feel vibrant as a result of it, then that's awesome. I, I, I love that. And if, if I can do that as part of my travel journey, heck, why not? I, I enjoy it. 
So that that's enough. I, I think if there's, I, I would, and if anybody has any questions, feel free to drop us a line on our Instagram, DM us on Instagram or on Facebook. I would be happy to answer any questions you have uh, in a one-on-one conversation as it pertains to this or any questions you might have about how we dealt with this. I'd be more than happy to, to answer those questions too. So if you like what you heard in this episode, even though it's just John talking for 25 minutes, please do me a favor, hit subscribe, press like, leave a comment, share with your friends and family, and I'll continue to do this as long as there is an audience out there that is looking for stories that inspire them to choose a different path. And if that different path includes onward travel as part of their journey, awesome. If that includes finding the steps to lead you to a vacation that you always wanted to take, awesome. If that's about looking for a different a line of work as a result of something that would allow you to take it on the road, awesome. I enjoy doing this and will be more than happy to continue the journey and sharing the stories. And I look forward to all the future guests that, that we'll have on the show as well and finding a way to learn in the process for me. I continue to be inspired. I continue to learn and I continue to want to be inspired and to want to learn. So I'll keep doing it. You keep listening and we'll meet here next week. Does that work for you? Definitely works for me.